Welcome back to the Path of Longevity show, and I'm your host, Dr. Robert Lufkin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. Stephen Sidoroff. Before we begin, I want to take a moment to tell you about some new free online masterclasses that Steve and I are offering. For example, we know that inflammation drives all chronic diseases and aging. That's why it's called inflammaging. But we're now learning that this inflammaging can be reversed. And one of our masterclasses will spell out the top four ways to reverse it. If you're interested, see the link in the show notes. And now back to this week's episode. So pleased to have during this hour, Catherine Arnston, who's the founder, CEO, and chief scientific officer of Energy Bits. Catherine, welcome to our program. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Stephen. I'm so thrilled to be here with you and Dr. Lufkin. Um, what a great thing you're doing, and, and I'm so grateful to be able to contribute in a small way. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Can you tell us to begin with how you got interested in this area? I know it's it's um because I, uh my company and my interest is in algae nutrition and algae is quite an unusual thing to be uh, uh focused on uh, people think of it either as pond scum or just something they put in their smoothie they're not really sure what it does or why it works and I'm here to tell you what exactly it is but uh, nonetheless um I tell people um algae chose me not me choosing algae I'm I'm actually Canadian I've lived in Boston for over 30 years. And I only mentioned the Canadian piece because um, that's where all my schooling was done. I have an MBA, did international business. And then 13 years ago, my younger sister, who I'm very close to, developed breast cancer. Um, first of all, I want everyone to know that she's uh, completely healed, uh, which is the most and the best news. But as she was preparing for her chemotherapy, her oncologist, which is a cancer specialist, told her, didn't recommend, but told her <laughs> to change her diet to an alkaline diet. Now, um, because it would be important for her, her healing. They didn't tell her what it was or why it was good for her. So the first call she made was to me, her big sister who loves her. And I'm also, turns out, a really great researcher. So um, I went online like anyone could and found out an alkaline diet was basically a plant-based diet. And it was the phytonutrients and the chlorophyll that have been documented to help build your immune system. So I spent uh, weeks digging through uh, NIH papers or read about 10 books gave her tips, she changed her diet, she went through chemo, and she completely healed and is 12 years cancer-free. Um, and in the process of helping her, I learned about plant-based nutrition. Now, as an MBA, I knew nothing about nutrition, as many of your audience may as well, but I saw the science and I thought how powerful it was and that the word needed to get out about it because nobody was talking about plant-based nutrition 13 years ago. So I gave up my uh, corporate career. I thought, well, I need some kind of certification education. I enrolled in an uh, institute called the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which gave me a, uh, a, gave me a certificate in health coaching and a small increment of, of uh, nutritional knowledge, not extensive, but enough. And then I put my own curriculum together and taught plant-based nutrition. And this is what truly led me to algae. Because I would go to corporations and hospitals and give my free workshops, teaching people the importance of eating more vegetables. And they almost laughed at me because they said, look at my mother's been trying to get me to eat vegetables since I was a kid. Like, you're not telling me anything new, even though I was giving them the science. And it turned out the reason why nobody was eating vegetables 
is because there were too many roadblocks, too many obstacles. They're heavy to carry home from the grocery store. They take up a lot of space in your fridge. They take a long time to clean, to cook, to eat. Uh, there's endless arguments at the dinner table with kids, with husbands. There's a lot of spoilage. Uh, they go bad quickly. You throw out half of it. So I thought, okay, I've seen the science. I know what this stuff does. But if I can't get it into people, um, we're not helping them. And, you know, lecturing people on nutrition has never moved the needle, as I'm sure you know. So back to the uh, to the drawing board, I went to everything I'd found for my sister, uh, looking for something that was effortless to get the green nutrition into them. And when I got to algae, that's when the miracle happened, because it turns out, first of all, algae is the most alkaline food in the world. It's also the most nutrient-dense food in the world. I have a quote from NASA that says one gram of algae has the same nutrition as a thousand grams of fruits or vegetables. Uh, it's been endorsed by the United Nations for 50 years as the answer to world hunger because it has the highest concentration of protein in the world. It's the most studied food in the world. People will be stunned to know that algae is not a supplement. It is a food crop. Uh, there is algae in the ocean, but we will, I'll tell you in a minute, uh, we grow algae in fresh water. So number one, it's a food. And number two, it's in fresh water, not the ocean. So it's food. And there's a hundred thousand studies documenting. So not just a one or a hundred or a thousand or 10,000. We're talking a big number. A hundred thousand is a big number, uh, documenting the efficacy and health benefits of algae, everything from stopping cancer, stopping heart disease, Alzheimer's, inflammation, the list is endless. And it's been used for 75 years daily in Asia. It's a multi-billion, that's with a B, billion dollar agriculture crop in Asia, where they, in Japan, they take it every single day. They don't lose, lose, leave their house without chlorella algae. So with all this information, oh, and the best part, is it comes in little tablets like this. <laughs> and every one of these tablets has the same nutrition as an entire plate of vegetables. I just had a plate of vegetables. Most people swallow them. But now you can have all of the nutrition you need in seconds. You can swallow them. Kids, pets, grandparents, there is no effort required. They never go bad. We put an expiry date on them for three years, but they actually never go bad. And I explain why in a minute. Um, this is the answer. This is fast food. This is going to change the world in, if, if for many reasons. We're going to talk about the anti-aging longevity prospect, but just from a nutritional perspective, mm -hmm. this is a game changer. You will never have to worry about getting you or your family the nutrition you need because it's all concentrated in those tablets. We encourage people to take five or 10 a day, you know, 20 or 30 is better, but whatever works for you. One tablet probably gives you more nutrition than you've had an entire week. So mm -hmm. with that armed, with that knowledge, sorry, this is so long, but it it it, it was quite a process. I could see you're um, passionate about it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it just sort of explodes. Um, the problem with algae is twofold. One, up until I came along, most of it came from China, so it was very low quality. And two, nobody had explained what it was, that it was a plant, not a supplement, and, and dug into the science to explain why it works so well. Mm -hmm. So I decided 13 years ago to devote my life to helping the rest of the world, especially here in North America, uh, understand what algae is. It was the first life on Earth, by the way, four billion years ago, and we'll circle back to that in a minute. Um, and why it is absolutely essential 
for us at this moment in time where our food supply is so damaged, our soil is useless, our food has no nutrition in it, we're surrounded by toxins and uh, chronic disease is escalating at an unacceptable rate. And I'm going to show you in, a, in this talk, hopefully, how algae can put a stop to all of that and bring us back to health yeah. as well as the earth, I might add. <laughs> well, that's great. And I'm looking forward to us getting into the details of that. But let's take a step back for a moment. And Catherine, I'd love to get your perspective on aging and longevity. Well, I know there's a lot of different theories, and um, I call myself a citizen scientist because I'm completely self-taught. So there are thousands of people that are far more informed and uh, have a much better, including yourself and Dr. Lufkin, um, um, medical background. But I have read probably close to 4,000 NIH articles at this point. Um, so I'm as informed as anybody can be, and I encourage others to do the same thing or at least uh, read some of the materials I've um, put together. But it, it seems to me, um, and in fact, today there was a big announcement about uh, um, uh, Dr. David Sinclair with a new uh, a new theory of, on aging and sentient science cells. Uh, but it, uh, And I'll explain why algae can actually even help with that. It's. I think it comes down to two things. We are not getting the nutrition that we need, and we have too many toxins in our bodies. Both of those cause our cells, our mitochondria, to uh, stop performing uh, optimally or performing at all. And you know, you wouldn't think to have your phone uh, not operate without plugging it into to be recharged, and you can't run your car without gas. And yet somehow we think our bodies will function with garbage in it called processed foods. And uh, the science is, is irrefutable that sugar is inflammatory and inflammation is the source of so much damage. And we'll get into that. Um, so between processed foods, sugar, um, uh, oils, and um, that are not, that are interfering with our body processes. And then the toxic load that we're carrying, I read that the average adult in America has 800 toxins in their body, and our bodies just in our immune systems were built to support that kind of toxic load. And that also interferes with our functioning because it takes over the receptor cells that should be available to healthy nutrients. So those two are the perfect storm that's causing everything. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, uh, you know, it's overwhelming for most people. And the great thing, again, I like about algae is that it's a very simple solution and does both of those things. We'll talk about spirulina being the most nourishing food in the world to both your brain, your body and your mitochondria and how chlorella pulls out toxins of any kind, heavy metals, um, lead, mercury, radiation, uh, any kind of toxins. So the two of them together work in harmony and with simplicity and ease. This is effortless. AM and PM, you're good to go. No pharmaceuticals, no surgeries, nothing. And no arguments either because you, and there's no flavor if you swallow them. They're not like fish oil. There's no repeat. So, so I, that's it. Lack of nutrition and too many toxins. Okay. So you just touching on uh, my next question, which was why you think that uh, chronic disease and inflammation are so out of control uh, and, and the problem is escalating. 
Well, uh, you know, one out of uh, two Americans. So whoever is listening to this, either you or the person sitting next to you have or will have a chronic disease. That's unacceptable. That is absolutely unacceptable. And, and, um, it's because of what we're putting in our bodies. Our soils are so overcropped. There's no uh, minerals left in the soils for the plants to pull up. So even if you were eating vegetables, they do not have the nutrition that that was there when your parents or grandparents were your age. Um, the ozone layer is being damaged, and they've shown that plants now have more sugar in them and less nutrients, less chlorophyll, less protein. So even if you're eating organic and even if you're eating um, you know, grass-fed beef, there are so many other uh, obstacles. to, And you can't spend your entire day cooking and eating. We have lives to live. So um, it's overwhelming for most people to try to figure out, A, which dietary um, process to follow because nutrition's become po political. But the bottom line is our soils, our air are so um, useless uh, that we're getting calories and maybe fiber, but we're not getting nutrition. And then on the flip side, the tox toxicity level has just escalated. Um, and, uh, we're, you know, you need something to not just do a detox once a year. You need to be detoxing daily. Yeah. And again, I, I, I like the algae because it makes both of those things happen effortlessly. Uh, and I will add one more thing. The unfortunate thing with the medical, traditional medical community is the, and it's, their structure is set up to treat disease, not, not, well, actually to treat symptoms of disease. They aren't dialing back to the cause of the symptoms. And the pharmaceutical industry has indoctrinated them and the public to believe that drugs are the answer. And they're not. They simply are a Band-Aid effect. And so people fortunately are starting to wake up that they need to take control of their health again uh, discover, you know, how their body operates so that they can learn what to give it, just as you would need to learn uh, how to run your cell phone. There are basics to learn about your body. And once you master the basics, it gets a lot easier and it gets a lot less frightening. Uh, that's the other thing. I think people are absolutely terrified right now with the rates of cancer and heart disease and diabetes. Um, well, so. Let's get a little bit into the details here. You, you've referred to mitochondria. Um, can you uh, explain what mitochondria are and then how do they get damaged? Yeah. Um, will I have a chance to talk about what algae is uh, first or or later, whenever, which, as long as I get a chance to tell people you, what algae definitely, is? Definitely, yes. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, what they do for the mitochondria is remarkable. Um, let's so, let's identify what they are first and then okay. how they get damaged before we talk about how they can get repaired. So you want me to stick with talking about mitochondria first or yeah. did you want? Okay. All right. So um, a lot of people know that mitochondria have been referred to as the power source of the cell. They What they do is they take all the food that you eat and they convert it into energy known as ATP. Um, um, but the problem is, uh, uh, well, recently they've discovered that mitochondria do far more, especially the mitochondria DNA. You may be surprised to know that your mitochondria have their own DNA. You have your regular nuclear DNA. There's 25,000 of those. And the mitochondria DNA have only 37 DNA. 
but they're like air controllers. Those 37 control everything that goes on with the regular DNA, cellular communication. And so preserving your mitochondria DNA is your number one goal because when they get damaged, just like an air controller at an airport, when an air controller goes down, planes crash. When your mitochondria DNA health goes down, your health crashes. It's that simple. So with that in mind, I'm going to walk you through a bit of a science uh, explanation here. So here is a, um, here's the cell. And inside the cell, you have your nucleus. And then you have these little peanut-shaped things that are mitochondria. Now, take note that in cells that need the highest energy, like your brain and your heart, they have the highest concentration of mitochondria. There are 2 million mitochondria per cell in your brain. That's why they're realizing that Alzheimer's, uh, all these uh, disease, um, anxiety, uh, any kind of depression is a mitochondria disease. Anyways, so here's your mitochondria. And inside the mitochondria is where the ATP is produced. But a byproduct of ATP production is free radicals. And guess what? Your mitochondria DNA are located exactly right beside where the ATP and the free radicals are. So if you've ever sat near a fireplace or a bonfire and you got too close, you know, sparks would fly and you'd get burned. Well, your mitochondria DNA are getting burned every nanosecond because they are located exactly where the, the um, ATP production and the free radicals are. Uh, unlike your regular DNA, which is way over, I say, in the cheap seats. So they last a lifetime. Your mitochondria DNA lasts uh, an average of 10 to 30 days. So it's just they're getting fried. So there's two ways to reduce the uh, damage to your mitochondria because um, you need to reduce the number of free radicals. So the highest amount of free radicals are generated by carbs and sugar, which of course is what everybody in our society is eating. So your number one uh, strategy is to reduce your free your free radicals by changing your diet to either a keto or low carb diet because there are fewer carbs, fewer free radicals, or algae and fasting. This is intermittent fasting, long-term fasting. Both of these create virtually zero free radicals. You'll never get to zero because your body just through breathing and um, you know body functions is always releasing some free radicals, but you can dramatically reduce the free radicals by changing your diet. Mm -hmm. Second way to get rid of free radicals is to remove them. The first one was to reduce them. Now we're talking about removing them. But here's the problem. And this is where algae is going to come in as your, as your superhero, not just a superfood, but a superhero. So your, your mitochondria, um, uh, normally you would say, oh, well, let's, you know, free radicals. Oh, I, I take antioxidants to get rid of free radicals. But here's the problem. Your mitochondria are the only cell in your body with two membranes. Your, all your cells, including mitochondria, have what's called a lipid membrane around the outside. These lipid membranes have little, you know, they're called porins, things that allow um, nutrients and antioxidants in and out to do whatever needs to be done. But the mitochondria, if you can see here in this illustration, has a second membrane that has no porins. So all of those traditional antioxidants like vitamin C, vitamin E, and there's been lots of studies done showing that 
none of these antioxidants support longevity at all. And that's because they were studying the wrong antioxidants. I'm going to show you the right ones in a minute. So, so if you want to get rid of the antioxidants, the free radicals, you can't do it with traditional uh, antioxidants. The only things that can get into this inner membrane are called endogenous antioxidants. There's three that your body makes, and I, that's what endogenous is, but there's actually a fourth antioxidant. And they are glutathione, melatonin, and superoxide dismutase. So the good news is those can get into that inner membrane and remove those free radicals. And the worst free radical is one called superoxide. Uh, it is the most damaging free radical in your body. And superoxide dismutase uh, neutralizes it and literally turns it into water. It's sort of like a fireman. Superoxide dismutase puts out the fire of free radicals and um, so your body is saved. But here's the problem. I mean, that's the good news. You got these, uh, and chlorophyll is the other nutrient that can get in there to stop free radical damage. So the good news is your body makes these three nutrients. You've heard of melatonin, I'm sure. You've mm -hmm. probably heard of glutathione. You may not have heard of superoxidismutase. Ironically, it's probably the most important one. And there were, have been 50,000 studies documenting, proving that it stops cancer, Alzheimer's, heart disease, and everything else. Okay, well, here's the bad news. Your body stops making superoxide dismutase, glutathione, and melatonin after about the age of 30. You're, you got lots of it when you're born, and you got lots of it when you're a child and your teens and even into your 20s. Once you hit 30, it's a downward spiral. And by the time you hit 40 or 50, and certainly 60 and 70, there are zero um superoxide dismutase, glutathione, and melatonin being produced by your body. This is why older people have such a difficult time sleeping. Their body is not creating uh, melatonin to help them. But melatonin is also an antioxidant that stops the free radical damage. Now, I, I, when I discovered this, and it's all, you know, documented in science, I thought, well, you know, that's really odd. Mother Nature, Universe, God, whatever you want to call it that created us is so intelligent. Why? Why would it stop making these important endogenous antioxidants at age 30, right when we need them? Because by the time you hit 30, you've been living for a while. You've got sentient cells accumulating. You've accumulated a lot of um, toxins from just living. And now you've got, uh, this is exactly when chronic disease hits. This is exactly when cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, heart disease, all of these horrific uh, illnesses that are hitting our society happen right when these three antioxidants pretty much stop being made. So I went into the science thinking, well, this is really doesn't make sense to me. Well, now it does. And here's why. Humans have been on the on the earth for almost two million years, two million. And up until just a few thousand years ago, guess what? We died by the time we were 30. Mother Nature has pre-programmed these antioxidants to stop being generated because it never expected us to live past 30. I tell people our biology has not caught up with our destiny. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I another way of explaining that, and I totally agree with what you're saying. Another way of explaining it is that uh, from an evolutionary perspective, we're designed to live 
through the age of reproduction and then a little bit beyond. And then that's it. Right. So now, thanks to science and a thousand other things, we're seeing longevity inching 80, 90, 100. But who wants to live to 100 if you're sick, if you have disease, (laughs) if you spend all your money and your time between doctor's appointments? That's not living. That's barely surviving. But I have a I have good news. <clears throat> the great thing is, and I'll help explain a couple of things in a minute. Algae, at least our algae, has the highest concentration in the world of superoxide, dismutase, um, melatonin, uh, uh, um, and glutathione, and also chlorophyll. These, the first three, are the ones that your body used to make for you until you hit thirty, and then suddenly you're great protector disappeared. Well, it's reappeared for you and it's called algae. And it's, but it can't just be any algae. Um, and, uh, and different nutrients like superoxidismates are in higher quantities in the spirulina and chlorella has the higher concentration of glutathione. But nonetheless, they both function very similarly, which is to get into that inner membrane of the mitochondria <clears throat> to protect it. Uh, to stop free radical damage. And here's the other good news. It's time for some good news, right? Your body is constantly regenerating itself. So just because you have damaged mitochondria from lack of protection from these free radicals doesn't mean they can't start growing back again. And I make the analogy of uh, to, help, to help people understand how the mitochondria work is, you know, think of your body as a building. When a brand new building is built, there, uh, your building is like your body. It's fresh. It's you know brand new. Got all sorts of support, maintenance people like these antioxidants. And in the building are different offices. There could be a big accounting firm. There could be a consulting firm. And each one of these offices do different things. Well, in your body, think of the offices like your cells. Because in your cells, they do different things. They cluster together just like offices do. So you have liver clustered and you have your heart clustered. But nothing in the building can happen. Nothing without lights. And the great news is when your building is brand new, there's lots of maintenance people. So when the building, when the lights burn out, People just come back and they replace the lights. And in your body, those lights are your mitochondria. The problem is as your building or your body age, there are fewer and fewer lights, which means there's less activity going on in your building and less and less. And as the lights go out, there's less and less that can happen. And this is the analogy of a building falling into disrepair. But the good news is, Algae can turn those lights back on for you. Algae can bring you back. We turn a few more lights on, you get a little bit more activity. More lights, more activity. So whatever has happened is not a death sentence, but you need to be aware of why it's happened and what the solution is. And because algae is so easy to take, again, no injections, no prescriptions, no cooking, no cleaning, it is effortless effortless and scientifically proven and ours is safe and pure. Now, I want to back up a little bit because I mentioned that not all algae has all this good stuff in it. Why? Because superoxide dismutase is an enzyme and uh, enzymes are, are denatured and killed by high heat. And virtually every other algae company uses high heat to dry their algae because they are low priced, high volume. We've never been that way because I started the company just to help people be healthy once I've learned about, you know, helped my sister and then I thought I could help a few more people. So we've never used 
high heat to dry our algae. So we're a, we are a higher price, but we're certainly higher quality physician grade. But uh, all of our superoxide dismutase is alive and well. It's ready to go and turn on your lights. And those other algae companies, they're shooting blanks. So um, uh, that and the fact that, you know, there's other things we do. We grow it in triple filtered spring mountain water and blah, blah, blah. But, but the other alternative I would tell you is you could get frozen spirulina because it also has not been exposed to heat. Uh, we're actually in discussions with the Gershon Institute who have been traditionally using uh, frozen spirulina for their patients, but it's hard to get. It's messy, expires quickly, um, and hard to ship or ship and travel with. So because ours is raw and um, you know untreated, just like the frozen spirulina, it has all the same advantages. So you, uh, let, let me interrupt. Uh, I, I have a question. I wonder if you can explain some of the scientific research that demonstrates that these uh, algae actually get into the mitochondria to do their to do their work. Yeah. Well, a, a prelude to that is I'm going to explain why there's a second membrane on mitochondria and on nothing else and and which will lead me to why all these nutrients in algae can get into the mitochondria. And by the way, drugs can't get in there either. It's lockdown. It's like the ICE unit. Nothing gets into that mitochondria except glutathione, melatonin, superoxide dismutase, and um, and chlorophyll. And I know catalase is also very good for reducing inflammation, but the catalase can't get into mitochondria either. It so that's really interesting. So okay, so let's let's just a review again. There's that inner membrane on the mitochondria that is impenetrable to virtually everything except the four that I mentioned. So you think to yourself, well, that's really strange. You know, the rest of the entire, all cells in our body have um, a permeable membrane. Why not mitochondria? Well, mitochondria does have that permeable one on the outside. So I'm now I'm going to flip back because I didn't quite tell you the genesis of uh, algae. So before uh, algae started growing, and by the way, spirulina is a cyanobacteria, because I haven't had a chance to tell you what the different algaes are, but spirulina is a bacteria. It is not a plant. It does not have a cellulose wall, which is one of the great reasons why it gets absorbed so quickly and into your bloodstream and directly to your mitochondria because there is it literally bypasses digestion. They've tried putting superoxide dismutase into tablets. It gets damaged in your stomach and never makes it to the mitochondria. But in spirulina, it does because it's it's a bacteria. And, uh, and if you chew it, it's absolutely instant because you get into your bloodstream sublingually. But anyways, back to the history lesson. So before spirit, uh, uh, before uh, uh, this, um, when Earth started, there was just gas and water. There was no oxygen and no life. Nobody knows why a single cell anaerobic cell started growing. It was a cyanobacteria like spirulina. It started growing and it generated ATP and in the process released oxygen. So after a billion years, now there's a lot of oxygen on Earth. But now this little anaerobic cell is struggling because it did better in a, without oxygen. Now larger cells that were aerobic started growing, but they didn't generate ATP as well. So I can imagine the conversation going something like this. The big cell says to the little cell, hey, little guy, I see you're struggling over there with all that oxygen, and we're not doing so well with generating ATP. So how about we join forces and uh, you come and join us. We won't digest you. We'll let you just coexist with us. We'll protect you from the oxygen and you create ATP for us. And that's exactly what happened. So here's you start off with the cyanobacteria like spirulina all by itself. 
Then it gets engulfed by the big cell, but it's not digested. It just stays and coexists. And that cyanobacteria became our mitochondria. It's all proven in a, um, in a scientific theory called endosymbiotic theory. So now, just to refresh you back, why is there a second membrane? It's the original membrane when it was all by itself as an anaerobic cell. It didn't disappear. It just got covered by the second membrane. But this is why nothing can get in there because this is evolution. This is the original history of life. And our, um, our um, mitochondria, our family with with uh, with uh, cyanobacteria like like uh, spirulina and it later evolved into chlorella. So um, uh, the reason why all these nutrients can get into the the uh, spirulina into the um, mitochondria is because there that was the original genesis. It's allowing itself to to uh, absorb itself. It, it's it's got a get out of jail card. It's got a VIP pass because it is the same nutrition. Um, so it's it's remarkable to me. And it explains a lot to me why algae is the answer to just about everything. It's food. It gives you, uh, you know, if we ha still have time to talk about the different algaes, but spirulina is the most nourishing food in the world. It gives you instant mental and physical uh, energy, but it has this longer term benefit of providing metabolic uh, energy at the cellular level and protection of your mitochondria so they can be not only saved from the uh, oxidative stress um, from the free radical excess, um, but also can help uh, regenerate them. So it's, it's, it's pretty fascinating to me that, you know, we're, we have the shiny object phenomena where everyone's always looking for the next big thing to, you know, stave off um, aging and, and help protect. And I'll, I'll tell you, I don't believe drugs are ever going to be the answer. Algae has been the, around for 4 billion years. And I think because it's misunderstood um, and no one's dug into the science and connected the dots like I have, I just happen to be fascinated by this. Um, I'm really excited to be sharing this with people. Um, so we know that superoxide dismutase, melatonin, and glutathione can get into the mitochondria. We know that. The science proves that. Um, and that's why so much, there are so many uh, studies done on these things to protect the mitochondria. But until recently, and I only did lab tests this summer, last summer, to find out that I was just curious. I wonder if there's melatonin, superoxide dismutase, and glutathione in our algae. And I, I had the lab do the test twice because the numbers were so high. So it, so because these nutrients have already been proven through science to be beneficial to the mitochondria, the missing piece was that nobody knew that they're in algae in the highest quantity possible, at least in ours. Again, I can't speak mm -hmm. for other companies because they, mm -hmm. they use high heat and they kill some of those nutrients. So mm -hmm. it's, it's exciting to me to do this and to share this with the world. <laughs> well, that's that's brilliant. Uh, and it's I'm glad you are explaining their unique qualities, uh, essentially, to uh, be able to penetrate the membranes of the mitochondria. So that would explain why they are unique in that respect. Yeah. Can you, can you, you mentioned different kinds of algae. Can you uh, explain the differences? 
Sure. Well, as I mentioned, I just want people again to see, you know, it's always good to have visuals. This is a spirulina farm and this is a chlorella farm. Uh, um, So they they grow in different uh, types of farms. So spirulina grows this way and chlorella puffs out. But again, it's not from the ocean. I'll back up a little bit. Um, There's two main types of algae. One is called macroalgae. The other one is microalgae. Macroalgae is called that way because it, it's very visible. It's also known as seaweed, dulse or kelp. It's that stringy stuff that washes up on shore. Um, the good thing about um, macroalgae or seaweed is it has a lot of fiber and iodine because it comes from the sea. It's seaweed, but that's the only place it is. But that's not what we're talking about. The other type of algae is microalgae, and it's called micro because it's microscopic in size. This is so small uh, almost a million cells could fit on the head of a pin. This is why that nutrition gets so concentrated. Now, unlike macroalgae, which is only in the sea, microalgae is everywhere. It's in the sea, but it's also in the lakes, the oceans, the rivers, the streams, the soil, your swimming pool, your aquarium. It's everywhere. And there are tens of thousands of strains. This is what feeds the, you know, the fish. It feeds the um, whales. Um, but there's you know blue green green red the the two that we're talking about are the two that are harvested as food crops so there's thousands of other strains most of which are toxic because um they are, are in, grown wild and algae will grow, absorb whatever's in the water so so when we talk about spirulina and chlorella as we are today uh we're not talking about the um, wild algaes that are out there that cause toxic blooms in your favorite um, beach. By the way, poor old algae gets the bum rap because those toxic blooms show up because there's been uh, toxins in the water. Uh, you couldn't see the toxins. They could have been chemical runoff, agricultural runoff, um, but algae kills bacteria. So it's the cleanup crew, and it's but it's more visible than the toxins. So it's actually there to clean up for you, and it does the same thing in your body. So next time you're cursing some algae bloom, you know, really try to give it a, a little bit of a uh, pat on the back for being the cleanup crew and, and all that sort of stuff. So so we grow ours in fresh water, press it into a powder, and then uh, or air dry it into a powder without high heat. And then press it into these little tablets that I showed you before. And I didn't show you this, but I need you to understand there's so much concentration. Imagine a million cells fitting on a head of a pin. That's why one tablet has the same nutrition as an entire plate of vegetables. So this is even separate from all that mitochondria protection that you're getting that will prevent chronic disease and inflammation and and oxidative stress. It just nourishes you in a way that's so efficient and so fast and effortless and stops arguments with your kids. Um, it's it is literally, I think, the future of fast food. And just to show you how concentrated it is, we sell our algae in large bags of a thousand tablets. And I use the NASA quote to determine that one bag of a thousand tablets has the same nutrition as 551 pounds of vegetables. That's 551 pounds of vegetables you didn't have to carry home from the grocery store, clean, cook, eat, throw out, argue with your kids, uh, throw out either when they didn't eat it or throw out when they went bad before you were able to cook it. 
um, because vegetables go bad very quickly. And as I said, our algae uh, lasts at least three years and technically never goes bad. Algae is an interesting crop that way. So, so it's very efficient nutrition. Now, if you were to take 10 tablets a day, um, that bag uh, would last you three months. Three months. That's three months of vegetables. Uh, are you yeah. saying that it can completely replace all of those vegetables? Well, it doesn't give no you fiber. Other- like, I'll be honest, uh, you know, spirulina, because it's a bacteria, has zero fiber. Um, so b- spirulina is the blue-green algae. It has, and the blue, it has two pigments in it, the chlorophyll, which is the green one, and also the blue one has some healing properties. But um, there is zero fiber in spirulina because it is a cyanobacteria. So, um, but it has 40 vitamins and minerals yeah. and it has... 64% protein. It's three times the amount of protein. Three times the amount of protein. So animal protein's all bound up. It can take days to get into your bloodstream. Collagen is uh, bound up into smaller peptides that are faster. Uh, but algae is it, the uh, we have 18 aminos of the 20, including the nine your body can't make. So it's a complete protein. This is one of the reasons why it's so efficient. Um, and it gives you energy because the uh, aminos get into your body so quickly. And it, uh, spirulina is loaded with B vitamins that convert the um, aminos into energy. So, you know, so it can be replaced your multivitamin, your CoQ10, your biotin, um, uh, probably and definitely fish oil. There's lots of omega-3s and other essential fatty acids in spirulina. So it's very good for replacing supplements uh, protein, sports bars, sports drinks. Um, and because it's effortless, it's really good for, uh, and, you know, pets can use them as well. So that, that spirulina, um, would be a, it's a blue green algae. By the way, that blue pigment is called phycocyanin and it has some very important healing properties too, including stopping the growth of blood vessels to tumors. It's called anti-angiogenesis. And it also sits on top of your ACE2 receptor cell and stops the uh, um, absorption of the COVID virus into your body, which is, you know, pretty, pretty powerful. A little side note. (laughs) You're you're, um, describing so many um, health benefits. Uh, Just a clarification back with the mitochondria. uh, I are you suggesting that it actually repairs damaged DNA within the uh, within the mitochondria? Well, because it prevents the mitochondria DNA from being damaged and um, uh, allows new DNA to be formed, um, that would be what um, uh, is facilitating uh, a return to health. And mm-hmm. I actually just found a really another interesting article about um, superoxidismutase that has been proven to um, protect telomeres. And of course, the DNA unraveling happens when the telomeres shorten. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can protect, and, and that's what leads to sentience, right? Mm-hmm. Is because now you've got, because the cell DNA can only replicate itself uh, correctly a certain number of times. And if the telomeres are shortening and the DNA is unspiraling and the reproduction is done in an, in a way that's damaged, that's when you run into sentient cells. But if superoxidismutase, like the ones like in spirulina, can protect your telomeres, which is protecting the DNA for the reproduction, 
now you're good to go. So I, um, I, I'm not, the only way I would say potentially it could get rid of the sensing cells is because it, it allows your body, it allows your mitochondria, your mitochondria DNA to all start working optimally. And when they're working optimally, then you get the natural apoptosis happening. You get the natural fusion and fission happening. So, so it's not just, you know, zombie cells. Uh, there's other ways, obviously, to get rid of those. Cryotherapy is a, is a really good one. Um, so, uh, so I, I don't have, I haven't, been able to make the direct link, but I have, you know, science that shows that it certainly supports the protection of the DNA by supporting the length of the telomeres. That's, that's fascinating. And I'll send you well, these articles. A, you are a wealth of information on this subject, Catherine. I'm so happy uh, we have had this conversation. Uh, I know you had an, an offer, a special offer for those watching this program. Yes. Uh, can you um, share with the audience what that is? Yeah. Well, I've actually have two. I've written a 16 page. Don't be hor horrified by the length of it, but um, study that explains superoxide dismutase in particular, why it in mitochondria in the spirulina um, helps protect your mitochondria. There's lots of visuals in there too. So um, that is yours for free. If you email us at um, customer care at energybits.com, it's, it's supporting your mitochondria health with superoxide dismutase in spirulina. So it's free report. Just email us at customer care at energybits.com. And, and we, if you're, will, we will have that uh, email address uh, in our show notes. So people terrific. don't need to memorize it right now. Okay. <laughs> and the, the better offer, I think, is a 20% discount off anything in our on our website. Um, this uh, The uh, discount code is the word longevity. And all you need to do is come to our website, energybits.com. Uh, we have um, just to recap, spirulina is a, the, is a blue green algae. We actually have two spirulina, just so you know. There's a second one. I'm not trying to trick anybody, but I found that women weren't attracted to the packaging. And I started the company because of my sister. And also it has more collagen than collagen powder. So it does build your skin and hair. So we have two spirulina. We basically say we have a boy spirulina and a girl spirulina. Whatever makes you happy. I just want to get this stuff into people. So th these are your spirulinas. These are the ones with the high superoxide dismutase. I didn't have a chance really to talk about chlorella, which is a detoxing algae. It helps you recover your health. Um, and that algae is called recovery bits. And it's a green algae, which is why it's in a green package. And then if you weren't interested in buying them separately, we have a blended algae called Vitality Bits. But they come in the large bags of a thousand tablets. Um, we also have them in really jazzy canisters that come with a bag in them. And you just op you know, open the, the thing and shake the little tablets out. But you get 20% off everything. Just come to energybits.com and type in the word longevity into the coupon box and it works on everything all the time. So uh, we want yeah. to jumpstart your your return to health or protect what you've got. Uh, it's never too early. I, I read recently that uh, Alzheimer's uh, um, uh, symptoms, uh, Alzheimer's begins 30 years before the symptoms even start showing up. Mm -hmm. So whatever age you are, uh, we live in a very toxic uh, world right now with a very poor food supply and everyone's busy and stressed. So algae is effortless, proven, 
scientifically proven, nutrient dense, uh, endorsed by international agencies, by NASA and, and the United Nations, uh, used safely in Asia for 75 years. It's your turn. It's your turn to enjoy these benefits too. So um, please come and visit us. Either you just learn more. We have a blog. There's lots of research you can learn about. Um, but I encourage you just to, if you can take five or 10 tablets a day, it's a great start. More is better. Um, but give them to your kids, your pets, your grandparents. Honestly, we have to get people healthy again, naturally. And Mother Nature has given us everything we need. We just need to pay attention to it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Catherine. This has been uh, a very enjoyable hour and uh, appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is for general information and educational purposes only, and it's not intended to constitute or substitute for medical advice or counseling. The practice of medicine or the provision of health care, diagnosis or treatment, or the creation of a physician-patient or a clinical relationship. The use of this information is at their own, uh, own user's risk. If you find this to be on the value, please hit that like button to subscribe to support the work that we do on this channel. And we take the, your suggestions and advice very seriously, so please let us know what you'd like to see on this channel. Thanks for watching, and we hope to see you next time.